Hey guys, welcome to the first episode ever of On the Wagon Podcast. I am Corey, and this is my beautiful wife, uh, Lindsay. Hi guys. She is my first guest, my first guest appearance. Welcome. Um, just wanted to go through uh, why I'm doing this, what is On the Wagon. Um, it's been, I don't know, it's almost a year, it'll be a year in December that I quit drinking alcohol, and it's just been, a, it's been a lot of fun making videos, and, you know, life-changing, actually, and, you know, I, I just, I want to share it with everyone, and hear everyone else's stories, and, you know, go from there. Doing the podcasting to, uh, really to reach a bigger audience also, you know, I mean, not everyone is on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I, when you go to interview people, I guess, some people are timid to be on YouTube or on any kind of video, uh, so I thought I'd just do this audio for now. Yeah, it's like me today. I woke up late, haven't showered, I'm not going on video today. <laughs> <laughs> All good. And again, like I said, just for the fun of it, I really enjoy doing this stuff. i uh, got a bunch of guest speakers uh, lined up. Uh, Jody Delansky, Rob Tyson, Shelley Williams, Joe Setti, and uh, various other people that uh, expressed interest in talking to me. Some of the topics I want to cover on this podcast, um, you know, I'll get to why I'm alcohol-free uh, right here in this first episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, whoever I talk to, I, you know, it, you don't have to be alcohol-free to, you know, be on here, but... Definitely want to keep topics related to alcohol and, you know, not drinking alcohol and what it means and how you feel doing it. Um, what do you do to keep away from drinking? Uh, what, are, what are some hobbies that, that you're into? Because, yeah, we all know I need another one. <laughs> um, do you still go out to the bar? Um, I do. Uh, not a lot. I don't like going. I, I, at first, it wasn't bad. Um, going out to the bar, not drinking, because, you know, it was also new, I was energetic and proud, and look at me, I'm not drinking, I can, can have a, you know, go to the bar in town and have a, you know, a club and, club soda and lime, or, mm -hmm. you know, just hang out, try to stay normal, but, uh, it kind, kind of bugs me now, going to a bar, um, I guess I, I, I've been jaded by alcohol and alcoholism. Um, seeing friends and family go through it and I don't know I feel like I don't want anything to do with it and I don't think that's the right way 100% the right way to be honestly I really don't I don't know if there is a right way to be yeah just kind of take it as it comes yeah. um, I mean that that'll lead me into uh, you know some of the feelings I have now going on a year um, I, I'm really finding myself having <laughs> Like, social anxiety, and that's never been me before. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've drank for so long, um, I got used to being buzzed and beyond every single night when I go out. So, you know, we all know it takes away your your anxieties and breaks down walls. And Now I don't have that crutch, so I'm kind of navigating my way through it. Um, this sort of thing is definitely helping talking to people about it so events like um i don't know like i want to know how you guys feel you guys that you know stop drinking how you feel about going to like traditional drinking events like weddings and parties and even campfires 
Campfires don't really bother me that much because, you know, I, there's nothing more relaxing than sitting around a campfire. And traditionally, I would be drinking it. I'm actually okay with that. Um, but, like, the social anxiety really sets in when I'm at a wedding. Um, I was at a family wedding not too long ago, and I just wasn't myself. Like, you know, I feel like, I felt like I couldn't go out and dance and let loose, and I don't know. It was weird, I guess. I guess that's the anxiety part of it. Um, parties. I don't really go to parties, um, but when I do, it's usually really close friends, and they 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 know the journey I'm on, um, and they are a hundred and ten percent behind it, which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Scotty Lowball, mm -hmm. Zig, Herder, all those guys. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm I, I'm leaving everyone out. I know that, but Halgen, definitely Halgen. Yes. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. everyone. Moyer. Yeah. Uh, hundred percent supportive, and I love it. And thank you guys. And I, I know I'm missing everyone else, all my metal detecting friends in the community, totally behind this. And I couldn't do it without all that support. Um, so, with Lindsay sitting right next to me, I'm going to get into my story. You know, start with the bad stuff, mm -hmm. get into the good stuff. I got you. And we'll go from there. So. My story, when, when, how long ago did I start drinking heavily? Well, I'm 43, I don't know, I was probably 24, 23 or 24, um, when my little brother Brandon, um, I say little, he was 21, um, he was killed in a car accident, actually, by a drunk driver, mm -hmm. and, um, think you know obviously that really hit home I mean that's that's an understatement uh, but I, I found myself really dealing with the grief uh, by by drinking I mean it, it numbed everything it, put, it took me to a different place um, at that I mean I wouldn't drink every night every night at that time but I just it, it, it was the biggest crutch in the world and it really really helped me I want to say get through it, but obviously I didn't get through it. I just masked it. Um, now, when you were doing that, did you realize that that's what you were doing? Did you think, I need to numb this and have a drink, or you just did it naturally without realizing what you were doing? That's actually a great question. Um, there was one time I was on the way home from, I was stationed in Jersey at this time, and I was on the way home from work, and I stopped at the liquor store to get whatever whatever I was getting for the house mm -hmm. and uh, I you know I bought a couple airplane bottles and I remember on the ride home from the liquor store uh, I cracked one open and you know took the shot and I you know I said to myself I'm like I can really see how people get addicted to this but of course I never will mm -hmm. I'm just doing this because I like it I enjoy it and mm -hmm. I have complete control and maybe I did at the time but I mean anyone that knows me uh, knows how how that story went mm -hmm. um, so yeah I think I don't I never had a realization oh that wasn't the question but I never really <laughs> had a realization of when it really gripped gripped my soul until mm -hmm. you know until till towards the end of my tenure in the Coast Guard um, and then even more so living with you Lynn I mean Recently. yeah 
very recent. Well, almost a year ago. Yep. So that brings me back to some of the bad, some of the bad stuff it's done uh, to me, or I've done to myself by drinking. Um, the Coast Guard, the United States Coast Guard, one, I mean, you want to talk about calling, that was my calling all the way. Flying on helicopters, you know, search and rescue, it was, it was one of the most amazing things I've done work-wise ever in my life. Um, and I ruined it. I mean... Uh, drinking got such a hold of me that, you know, I'd show up late to the air station. Mind you, I'm I'm in charge of an uh, I'm I'm the head of an avionics shop at the time, uh, so it's a lot of responsibility, a lot of people working under me, um, and with me, uh, ten helicopters in two different states, and here here comes Corey, hungover slash still drunk in the morning. Um, yeah, not not a good mix. Uh, you know, I wound up getting into uh, getting into trouble with with the chief of the avionic shop, um, and rightly so. I mean, I was in the wrong. Uh, got in a fight with another guy, another you know, another airman there. Uh, wound up in the hospital during that fight. Um, discipline wise, I got I uh, got busted down in rank. Twice in the last year I was in the Coast Guard. So I went from, you know, on top of the world, running or, or leading an avionic shop to, you know, working like I did when I first joined. You know, I lost my rank and was right back at the bottom again. Um, you know, they say it takes pit and rock bottom to, uh, to, yeah. to figure it out. And at the time, that was my rock bottom. Um. I also just want to say that you never really told me all that story. You never told me how bad it was until you got sober. Yeah, I guess I was ashamed and yeah. I hid behind it and it wasn't my fault. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we know now <laughs> it was my fault. So, yeah, that that's the start of my huge spiraling down uh, with alcohol. Um you know, I did, I quit drinking for a little while, got counseling, all, you know, that whole bit, AA, um, group, group sessions, the whole deal, and, you know, I quit for a while, I think, you know, I don't think it was quite a year, but, you know, I started drinking again, saying, all right, now that I, now that I know my weakness, I can, you know, just mildly get back into it, and that's what I did at first, and as everyone that has issues with alcohol knows it really grips you right back. It welcomes you back with open arms every single time. Um, so yeah, <laughs> down the spiral I went from there. Uh, went through a divorce. Um, wasn't a horrible divorce, but every divorce is horrible. So I still get along with my ex-wife. Um, my my alcoholism was not. A reason for the divorce that I'm aware of but uh, just the same it happened mm -hmm. um, you know moved on from there uh, re-met Lindsay I, I've known Lindsay for a long long time mm -hmm. uh, family friends uh, one of my little brother's best best friends back in the day uh, so I mean we had that in common to start with knowing each other and you know, we met at a golf outing, 
And weirdly enough, she was uh, one of the drink girls at one of the holes. <laughs> I never realized the irony <laughs> yeah, of all that. About that. <laughs> um, and, you know, we started talking and from there, started dating, and here we are, what, eight years later? Nine. Oh, seems like you turn it now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, nine September years later. Was nine okay, years and married for four. Mm-hmm, four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I mean, here we are. Uh, finally, getting better. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in the beginning, um, my my my, uh, I guess I'll just call it what it is. My alcoholism might be the first time I'm actually calling it that. Mm-hmm. My alcoholism. Uh, still had a grip on me i mean it, on me um i won't say in the beginning of our relationship though i think in the beginning you kind of hid that part of you and well i guess i can't really say that because there were a few times that you overdid it but i it was like you apologized and then in the beginning i didn't see that as much yeah and i or maybe i didn't want to see it maybe, maybe I didn't you didn't want to see, see it, it and... yeah I mean, I, I drank every night, mm-hmm. every night, um, for years. Uh, and you know, that causes things in a marriage. Um, I, I, I'm not sure how you dealt with it for mm-hmm. that long, but I'm glad you did. Thank Still you. Still don't know how I deal with it. No, no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that cause issues, causes issues at home, um, I was always snap, and not always. I mean, this is more towards the end, the last year or two, I would say, maybe. Yeah, you would get snappy with me. Usually, when you were drinking, you would pick fights with me for no reason. Yeah. And I didn't understand why. And then the next day, you were snappy because you were hungover and didn't want to deal with it. And then when I want to talk about it, you would say, "I don't want to talk about it right now." But there was never a good time to talk about it. Yeah. So we were we were struggling pretty bad at that time. Perpetual cycle. Yes. Um. So along with that, you know, the lies were always there. No, babe, I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. When in fact, I probably had three shots on the way home from work that day. Um, and I kid myself that, oh, Lindsay doesn't know. She knew every time. She's not stupid. Um, never had motivation to do anything. Nothing mm-hmm. around the house. Um, the only motivation I had was to go outside and do yard work because I could drink. I'd be outside for an hour or two or... I'd start a project like our patio, or mm-hmm. my three-year patio project, <laughs> and basically what would happen, I'd go out, start, you know, working on the patio, start pouring concrete, start drinking, and then the music came on, and I just took my good old time doing the work. Mm-hmm. So all my time was listening to tunes and, you know, and sn- I hated, sneaking my booze. I hated when you would go out and do work, because I knew you were going to come back in drunk. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Um... And, you know, those are some, you know, specific examples, but mm-hmm. just in general, I just wasn't there, you know. I, I was just just cruising through life with not a care in the world. I was totally selfish about, even though I acted th- like I wasn't, um, I, I was. I mean, I, my main worries were, how, where am I drinking? How am I drinking? When can I drink? All right, Lindsay's in bed tonight at 7.30, early, awesome, I have all night to drink to myself mm-hmm. um, and I did at home by myself and that that was my thing every chance every chance I had I would drink we'd go visit people 
I right away iron up where the booze are. Um, work. My work performance suffered hugely. Um, mm -hmm. I bounced around from job to job. Um, never staying at a job for more than a year for mm -hmm. a long time. Most I of mean, them were a lot less than a year. Yeah, I mean, I was at my, my first job off of active duty, I was at for a year. Um, that I went to Video Array. I was actually there for like four and a half or five years. Yeah, that was your long one. That's when I met you. Yeah. That was when you yep. were at Video Array. And then from there, I followed the money to another place. Uh, drinking got in the way of that. So I left there and um, thought I could start a business with another friend. And that that didn't work out real well. <laughs> Worked out for, what, a month? Then I uh, got a job with the trains. Drinking got in the way with that. Freight trains. I was a conductor for a little while. Um, blamed it on the job that I couldn't handle it. Which, mm -hmm. even not drinking, I don't know if I yeah. want to do that. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's not for, like, married with kids kind of family. Yeah, sure. And we were it? married and I was home with the stepkids. Yep. On my own. Then I did a few other jobs that I tried. Um, one I liked, but... It, was, it wasn't my favorite thing. And then I got a job at the hospital. Um, and I absolutely love it. I love my job. However, drinking did affect me in the beginning. Um, so for the first year there, I was still in the throes of drinking every night. Um, mm -hmm. I'd be late some mornings. Some mornings I'd call off with a migraine. I'll put that in air quotes. And uh, I, I feel comfortable talking about it now, even though it's my current job, because I've, I've talked to my manager about it and... You know, fully disclosed everything to him, and he's a he's a great guy. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, we love Joe. He's good people. But uh, you know, the last past year at the job, I've I've since I quit drinking, I've actually gotten a promotion. Um, one that I was seeking out right away, and you know, now that I have uh, somewhat of a clear head, I was able to really pursue it and. It's really, you know, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do. I really, I really like my job. It's not really, I mean, it's a job because I have to go to work in the morning, but I mean, it's, I, I actually enjoy a lot, a lot of it. So. You seem happier too. Yeah. Yeah. I know that you're going to go to work unless you're actually really sick or need a day for something. Yeah. It's a good feeling. So. It's my story in a nutshell. Um. It's enough of the bad stuff. Let's, let's get on with the good stuff. There's lots of good stuff. Why don't you take over for this one, Lynn? Oh, I got to do the good stuff? <laughs> okay. So we've noticed a lot that um, Corey's motivation has come back since he quit drinking. He is doing work around the house. We finally got the patio done. He didn't do it, but he finally realized that it wasn't something that he really should be doing. Or wanted to or do. Or wanted to do. It was just, you know, taking forever. So, um, but with that being said, we did save a ton of money from not drinking. So we were able to do some house projects around the house that we normally wouldn't have done. Plus our savings looks a lot better. We can go out to eat every now and again. Um, but that motivation is huge. Um, I think one of the biggest things for me has been his motivation around the house. Uh, it used to be mostly me doing all the home things. And he would just do everything outside, which in the winter, there wasn't much to do outside, so he didn't really do much. I'd find something when I was drinking. 
Well, yeah, but it wasn't something that was really helpful. Yeah, it was very true. let's let's find this project that didn't need to be done and create this mess, oh, which for sure. still definitely happens. But oh, whatever. <laughs> My guy. Yeah. But now, I mean, he helps with the laundry and he helps with the cooking. Um, and he realizes that it's not it's not necessarily him helping. It's a partnership. And it's 50-50. The work should not be all on me or all on him. It's a partnership. So that's been really wonderful. Um, his energy level has skyrocketed. Drives me nuts. <laughs> to a fall. <laughs> <laughs> Drives me absolutely nuts. But... He has um, amazing energy and gets a lot more done, which is great. Along with the things that drive me nuts, <laughs> he has 10,000 hobbies. And he's always been interested in a lot. I love my hobbies. Um, but he's starting to pursue them because he has the motivation to pursue them. So he's been metal detecting and wood turning. He wants to get back into flying. Um, he has a drone he's been flying around. Um a camera that I haven't figured out how to use yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole thing. Now we have a podcast, apparently, where you have YouTube channels. Two of them. Two of them. Dick and yeah. Dad and On the Wagon. Check them out. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that subscribe button. Um, he's, he grew microgreens. We got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, so he has lots of, lots of hobbies he's into. He's rediscovering his passions from childhood all the way up to adult. Oh, for sure. All 43 years of it wrapped into one year. It's been fun. <laughs> it's glorious. Right? It's glorious. Um, he has started on-home projects. We've been working on cleaning up and organizing the basement. We finished the patio in the back of the home. We actually had someone come in and do that. Um, this summer, I had... he. Well, he decided that he was going to kill off all the grass on a hill in our backyard. And we were going to plant something perennial there. No actual plan, tis Corey's usual plan, is there is no actual plan. Um, and then it just, he killed all the grass and then was like, we need to figure something out with this. Naturally, by the way. I yes. Used tarps, so I didn't yes, put yes, any yes. chemicals No, in there was no chem chemicals. Um, and meanwhile, my mom and I visited a lavender farm in Virginia. And I called him and I was like, lavender, we're, we're planting lavender. So we bought like 30-some lavender bushes. 32, I planted 32. them all. Trust me, yep. I, I know planted, the number. He planted every single one of them for me. We have a beautiful hill of lavender. I'm actually finished this project. Yes, and it looks amazing, and I've been watering it and taking care of it. We. Oui. Oh, I thought I did most of the watering. No. Okay. Maybe they got too much water. Maybe, but they're doing great. I yeah. mean, they look beautiful. For sure. Um, I just hope they survive the winter. And then we also got a front porch put on our house, so we love to sit out front and drink coffee and tea, although it's been a little too cold, so we don't do it often. Um, I'm not done with this yet. Am I? No, I just wanted to oh, see okay. it. Um, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, and again, one of the greatest things about him being promoted and that is is our financial stability and just the st stability in our household of knowing that he's going to stick around at the job and he's not going to look for a new job in two more days because he's tired of this job and yeah, I'm pretty committed to this one yeah I, you know I, like I said I enjoy it yeah exactly um and of course I think probably the most um rewarding part of all this is that we have really worked through all of our issues, and we talk through everything with each other, um, which has been amazing. There's been therapy. 
Therapy is amazing. It's great. Do it, please. Yeah, we have an awesome one. Yeah, our, our therapist is amazing. Um, but we really have talked through a lot of stuff, and we learned how to talk to each other instead of nasty. Well, and... I'm, I'm mentally there now. Yeah, very so true. It's like I can't hide behind my foggy brain and alcohol buzz. I actually have to deal with deal with it. Yeah. So. And it feels great. Like, instead of having it fester in the back of your mind, I mean, in the back of my mind, it, it sucks at the time dealing with it, but at least you get through it, you get not get over it. That's not what I'm trying to say. It mm-hmm. sounds in, insignificant, but you get through it and you move on. It's not just festering and building up to a big blowout, which yeah. we have had many of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's... Uh, it's it's life-changing. Mm-hmm. It really like, is. 100%. I don't know if we'd still be together if you were still we drinking. We almost weren't still together. Well, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. So you better better play your cards correctly, Lindsay Mason. Yeah, okay. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. I mean, that's what I that's wanted us, to get out us there. in a nutshell. Sorry if I was a babbling idiot, but I uh, wanted to get my story out there, you know, maybe chalk up some conversations get you guys thinking if you you know if you like to email me your story it's uh on the wagon two three at gmail.com Lindsay's laughing at me because i just started that email today and we have another email <laughs> like i said on the wagon two three at gmail.com feel free to email me um of course i have my facebook group on the wagon um that's one of two <laughs> groups i have <laughs> Uh, treasure hunting America is the other one that has to do with exactly what it says. Treasure hunting Mm -hmm. in America and elsewhere. There's people all around the world in that group. It's actually an awesome group. It is really cool. It's formed into into a nice group. Oh yeah. Yeah. Love seeing what everyone finds and hearing, you know, seeing the stories. Um, I'd love for on the, on the wagon to get to that point. I know a lot of people are, are hesitant to put out their, their, their own personal stories and journeys on on something like facebook and i get it 100 percent. it's not for everyone but i do love the participation on there like when i post a video or when we post a video of a drink we uh, made or reviewed i love seeing people react to it so uh you know continue to do so if you'd like that'd be awesome your next guest talks very much about her sobriety and she's very open about it jody jody yes yeah i'm actually very looking forward to talking to her she's wonderful she's hilarious too so she'll probably be funnier than i am oh right on Mm -hmm. i have to figure out how to get her on this podcast i I think there's a way to do it send her an invite and it can be remote maybe or Or we we can can just meet up Yeah, yeah we'll figure it out um so yeah it's you know that's all i wanted to get out there for this one uh Hopefully there's still some people listening at this point. <laughs> um, if you are, uh, you know, head on over to On the Wagon on Facebook and uh, let me know what you think about the first episode. I'll, I don't know if there's a way. I think this is going on Spotify. I haven't figured that part out yet. Um, I think there's a review on there. I would love to see reviews. Um, I would love to see some feedback on, on Facebook. Uh, check out our, our YouTube channel, On the Wagon. Um, check out some of the videos, leave some comments if you like them, or if you don't like them, leave some comments. Just be nice. Yeah. 
Shoot us an email with some ideas too. Ideas and comments, any recommendations. And what's the email in? On the wagon23 at gmail.com. Yes, yes. All right, everybody. Well, thanks a lot for listening. I appreciate it. And um, hope to hear from you all soon. Stay gold. Be better than.